If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. We're only a third of the way done, baby. No stress, no no stress, no mess, Chris. I think I just came up with a new saying. What? No, it's brilliant. That's really good. Anyway, so I was sitting here and I was thinking about this. You know, freedom is not free. And I wanted to answer this question about pretzels. Now, we're going to get to the Antifa stuff, but just give me a second. That's kind of dark. And it's been a dark show, darker than I wanted. Dr. Jesse, I was standing in my pantry tonight eating a midnight snack of delicious Fritos corn, corn chips. Good for you, sir. I, yay, yay, yay. I am the Frito Bandito. Hey, I like Fritos corn chips. I love them, I do. I want Fritos corn chips. I'll get them from you. I, yay, yay, yay. Oh, I am the Frito Bandito. Give me Fritos corn chips and I'll be your friend. The Frito Bandito, you must not offend. Munch, munch, munch a bunch of Fritos. I found myself looking at a bag of my kids' pretzels and the thought occurred to me. I don't believe I've ever heard your take on pretzels. I, myself, find them to be a wretched snack good item. I don't know what that means. I think he means wretched good snack item. I think he likes them. And he said, what say you? It's from Sam. All right. Here's my take on pretzels. 
One, let's address let's address the elephant in the room first. The soft pretzel. The soft pretzel is wonderful. The big ones at like the games or the movie theaters or something, Chris. A soft pretzel dipped in a cheese sauce, dipped in a queso, maybe as good as it gets. Maybe as good as it gets. Uh, what's that? Uh, Auntie Anne's. Auntie Anne's, the pretzel place. I have long argued women always stress about perfumes. What kind of perfume? What kind of do you like this perfume? Why has Auntie Anne's not put out a pretzel perfume yet? This is a billion-dollar idea. Call me, Auntie Anne's. All right, call me. So, yes, the soft pretzel, no question about it. Hard pretzels. I I like them. They're okay. A soft pretzel and mustard. I dip mine in mustard. Super, super yummy. Chris, do you people eat mustard? Is it kosher? Oh, yeah, of course, a Jewish deli. Of course, they would. yes, you like mustard. Okay, anyway, so even Chris's people eat them. There are so many superior crunchy options to the pretzel. It's not that I dislike the pretzel. When I eat the pretzel, I enjoy the pretzel. But if the pretzel's sitting there next to uh, Cheetos or Cheez-Its or Doritos or something, why would I ever choose a pretzel? What, Chris? Well, that's a good point. Chris said you have to dip the pretzel in something, but that's the point. And I have no problem with dipping. I'm a big dipper. I'm a, I'm the dip master, okay? I love dip. But if I have to dip you in cheese, are you that good? I could dip a dirty jockstrap in cheese, and it would be good. It's the cheese that's good. It's like when people say, well, no, you just got to wrap it in bacon. Well, yes, you can wrap anything in bacon. I could take out my shoe insole and wrap it in bacon. It would be delicious. That doesn't make the shoe insole good. It makes the bacon good. What, Chris? You feel like I'm insulting Fritos because they have to be dipped. That's not true. See, that's not true. That's not true. That's In fact, as wonderful as the Frito is, that's what the Frito sucks at because they're too small. You have to get two or three in your fingies, and then you're actually getting your fingers in the dip as you're trying to do it. You don't know. Or the chili cheese Frito doesn't need any dip. That doesn't need any dip at all. Let's talk about Antifa. That's a weird transition, but I'm going to anyway because I can do whatever I want. <laughs> Dr. Jesse, I'm sure you've seen videos of Antifa members showing up to child drag shows armed with firearms to try and stop people that actually care about kids from protesting and shutting the events down. What does the new right do now? Show up armed to protests, armed yourself, is sure to get you in trouble from blue cities. It's, it seems our enemy has embraced the Second Amendment for enforcing their sick agenda. So what do you do when your enemy escalates to the uh, point this extreme? We've had this talk before. Let's have it again on the show. I am not telling you how to do activism because we all have to be activists. We have to develop an activist mindset like the communist has. It'll help us be more effective. We have to become activists in whatever way we want. And I'm not telling you how to do activism, but I will tell this from me, from my point of view. I still go to blue cities all the time. I just simply have to for work. I mean, I go to New York City all the time. I'll be in Nashville for election night. I've got, I'm just always in a different place. I've got to go to L.A., San Diego, Miami. I mean, every place, this, every, every place the show's on, I will eventually go. And many of these places are deep blue places. But you know what I don't do and what I will not do? 
I will not do any form of political activism in any of these cities anymore now. I'm not going to a protest. I'm not going to a counter-protest. I'm not going to a rally to give a speech. I'm not doing any of these things. I refuse to do any of these things. Why? Because I have a family to feed. I want to go home and see my wife and kids every night. And when you go into one of these blue areas, well, you know what? Look what they did to the January 6th people. This is a great example because it's happening right now. And I know some of them are listening to me as we speak, and I want you to know we are still praying for you and rooting for you, and what's been done to you is so ridiculously unjust. But look what's being done to these people. They went into an area that's 93% Democrat. They sauntered into the Capitol, invited in, in many cases, by the Capitol Police, They are now rotting in jail and getting long prison sentences. Why? You went into an ultra blue area. You're sitting in front of ultra blue judges and ultra blue jury. And remember, Democrats today are activists. They are communist activists. So you're in a blue area with a blue judge and a blue DA who would love to actually tie you to an electric chair and flip the switch if he had his choice. So the fact you're a Republican already means you're screwed. You're screwed by half the cops, at least in these blue areas. And yes, cops, I know there are some good ones in the lion's den, but many of these cops in the blue areas are communist activists now. So you can't even bank on the cops. So the January 6th people have blue judges, blue DAs, blue cops, blue juries. And now, whether they're guilty or not, what difference does it make when you have communist activists at every level of the justice system? So instead, they're throwing the book at these people. I've I've talked to you about it before. There was one of these child drag shows in Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. And there was a counter-protest of people like you and me on the right showing up to try to counter-protest. And there were masked Antifa people standing around these counter-protesters, surrounding them, not letting them walk down the sidewalk, and the Dallas Police Department, not New York City, the Dallas Police Department, they decided to swarm. And who did they swarm? The masked Antifa people who were, who were actually the ones doing the accosting and assaulting? Nope. They immediately surrounded the Republican counter-protesters, and scolded them on everything they were doing wrong and told them to leave. And the guy's sitting there on video saying, why are you attacking me? They're, they're, they're attacking me. Why are you attacking them? You can't even trust the cops now in blue areas. I, that's a long way of saying, how do we handle something like a child drag show in a blue area? I don't go. That's why I've been telling you to get out. I don't tell you to get out of these blue areas just so you can have a better life and just so you can fortify your area against the coming communist hordes. Yes, those things are both important. You will enjoy your life better in a red area. That You will. And yes, you need to go fortify it. Yes, you will. I tell you to get out so you have some level of state protection to help you. I don't live in Houston, Texas. I'm in the Houston area. I'm in Galveston County. Harris County, which is where Houston, Texas is, is super blue, far left, far left judges who would, if I sat in front of a judge 
in in Harris County in Houston, Texas, I would probably witness them salivating at the chance because they'd know who I was to throw the book at me and throw me in prison as long as possible. So where did I go? I moved out. I'm in one of the reddest counties in the United States of America. My judges are red. The cops are red because I get death threats all the time. One phone call, my house is surrounded by cops protecting me. I am in an area where I have levels of state protection. If you are in these blue areas now, protesting, doing activism, I'm not judging you, by the way. I'm not looking down on you. It's brave and maybe necessary, but you're doing it without me. I ain't coming along. I'm not doing it because I know what these people are and I know what they'll do. Don't believe me? Once again, I ask you, go look at what's being done to the January 6th political prisoners. Activism in a blue area is a one-way ticket to prison now. And I ain't going. Now, you do need to keep something on you at all times, including at these events, to protect yourself, though. They are getting more violent and more armed. Do you have your hero gun on you? Uh, Jesse, I don't, I don't want to take a life. Good, I don't want to take it either. A hero gun's a non-lethal gun. Shoots pepper balls 100 miles per hour. Might save your life, the life of your child, your wife. Does the person you love the most have a hero gun? Anyone can use it. Again, it's non-lethal, so there are no excuses. I don't like guns. Fine, fine, fine. Fine, carry it anyway. It's non-lethal. Or the hero arrow. You don't don't even need a concealed carry permit for it. Go to Hero2020.com. Promo code JESSE gives you a special discount. Hero2020.com. Promo code JESSE. This country is getting more and more violent. Get one and carry it. Please carry it. I want you to be safe. All right? Hero2020.com. Code JESSE. State restrictions may apply. Now, someone's discouraged about running for office. Hang on. Feeling a little stocky? Follow, like, and subscribe on social at Jesse Kelly DC. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Remember, we're live. You can email us, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. It has been a roller coaster of a week. I don't think I don't think I can let go of the Fetterman debate yet. You're saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking, but there is that 2018 interview that you said, "quote I don't support fracking at all." So how do you square the two? Oh, uh, I, I I do support cool. fracking, and I don't I don't I support fracking. And I stand and I do support fracking. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Fetterman. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Dear Dr. Jesse, I have been strongly considering running for some sort of office for a while now. I have friends, family, co-workers encourage me to do so. After listening to your John McCain story, Chris, what day did I tell that story? Will you make yourself useful and look that up so I can tell people which day that was? I can download the podcast. I think I was extra brilliant that day. Honestly, what, Chris? I think it was Wednesday. But anyway, he guy says, after listening to your John McCain story, I'm extremely discouraged about it because I want to blast 99% of all elected officials. How can I go ask for endorsements from the same people I want to drag through the mud and have put out to pasture? 
I want real change in this country, and my heart breaks to see it go downhill so fast. Listen, if you want to run for office in this country as a grassroots candidate who wants to buck the establishment, you can do it. You can do it. I did it. I mean, I lost, but I almost won. 4,000 votes. They had they spent a week recounting the votes in my congressional race. A week. They had to recount them. Automatically, the vote was that close. It was close. What, Chris? What day was it? It was October 21st. No, it wasn't. I told that McCain story this week, you big dummy. No, it was last week? Oh, man. I guess I'm the dummy. Dang it. Okay. This week was the Penn story. Okay, October 21st was the John McCain story. I did a long story about why McConnell and, and uh, McCarthy are going to remain in leadership. And I was telling you, I, I broke it down for people how politics works. So if you're interested in that, go download the August or October 21st story. Hour two, Chris? Hour two. Hour two, October 21st. We still have the show broken up into three parts. That's so dumb. What, talk to the suits or something, Chris. Forget it. Anyway. Um, don't be discouraged. Do not be discouraged. The trash that leads the GS, the GOP, the low T trash, they're weaker now than they've been in years. And they're getting weaker and getting weaker and getting weaker. Uh, the house freedom caucus, there are people the, the, look, any decent Congressman is a member of the house freedom caucus. Inevitably the house freedom caucus used to be tiny now. It's a big caucus. And remember, it's all one big caucus measuring contest. How big is your caucus? That determines how powerful you are. If you go to Washington, D.C., and you and one other buddy join up, and, hey, we're the anti-communists, and it's just you and him, you don't have any juice because your caucus is small. It's a small caucus. But once you get a big caucus, then you can throw it around and get the things done you want done. The House Freedom Caucus is getting huge. That's where our power is. It's growing. The weenie caucuses are going down. Yeah, Chris brought up Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney's gone. Adam Kinzinger, gone. These losers, we are getting rid of them. It doesn't happen as fast as you think, but it is happening right now. Our caucus is growing. Their caucus is shriveling. That's good. All right? Good. Good for us. Yeah, I hope that helps. Look, if you have it on your heart to run for office... Whatever that may be. Remember, it doesn't have to be the big sexy ones. I would argue those are the least important ones. But if you have in your heart to run for office, school board, Congress, state house, what, what governor, I don't care. Run. Take the big chance. Everywhere you look, you will find an excuse for why you can't do it. I can't raise the money. I can't speak very well. Jesse, I don't know this. Jesse, I haven't, I haven't memorized the Constitution. Jesse, I don't even understand what to say. Jesse, you will find, it's not hard to find reasons not to do it. Believe me. And plus, other people will start giving you reasons. Well, what are you going to do? You're not qualified. You shouldn't do it. It's so-and-so's turn. All these different things. Forget them. Be bold. Fortune favors the bold. 
Now is the time we need normal people with passion in their hearts for this country to run for office. If you have it on your heart to run, you are exactly what we need. What we don't need is the next guy. He's been a politician for 20 years. He hasn't ever worked in his life or hasn't worked in decades. He All he knows now are political talking points. And don't get me wrong. He has very white teeth and his hair looks wonderful. We need you. You. You housewife who's got a passion for it. You construction working dude who's got a passion for it. You're what we need. What we don't need are more of these career losers. They don't know anything. You do. You know what else we need? We're going to need to bring our own food to Israel. No, Chris, I've been thinking about this. Someone brought it up earlier, and it's a good point. You know we're going to Israel next July as a a show family. The Jesse Kelly Show family is going to Israel, and you can come along. But people keep bringing up the food. I'm very concerned. I do love, I love, I love pita. I love chicken. I know you people eat chicken, Chris, so I'll be fine with chicken. I'm very concerned about the lack of cheese. I just don't know. What do you mean you can have cheese? There's not a, I've been in a million Jewish delis, Chris. I don't remember ever seeing cheese featured at all. What cheeses do you have? You can eat almost any cheese. That's fine. You can. Why don't you? Is it? Is it because you don't believe in the New Testament? Oh, well, well, that's why. Because you can't mix cheese and beef, which is the greatest way to eat cheese. Anyway, if you're coming along, I welcome you. If you want to bring some cheese, just know that I'm going to have an entire small suitcase. I've already warned the wife. I'm going to have cheeses. I'm going to have cheese dips. I'm going to need some queso over there. I'm very concerned. Now, that's the bad news. The good news is we are going to geek out on history and have a blast We're going to walk where Jesus walked. We're going to Masada, the Armageddon battlefield, Nazareth, Jericho, the works. Ten days next summer. If you want to come, you can. No pressure. ChristianExpedition.com slash Jesse. I do need to stress there are limited amounts of spots. That's just the way it goes. ChristianExpedition.com slash Jesse. Or call. 877-234-3002. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life— We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. 
Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. What what, What should we expect from the left after November 8th? I will get to that in a moment. I want to get to a little bit of history on this one first. Dear part-time radio host, you know, that's not nice. Okay. I had food poisoning, and beyond that, it was all, you know, never mind. When did we start referring to the World War One and World War Two as World Wars? The term World War Three gets thrown around a lot, but is there something that would qualify a conflict as a world war? Listen, thank you. It's from Travis. Um, well, one, the World War One was called the Great War initially. And it became World War One in hindsight. About the time we dialed up World War II, we looked and thought, wow, this became a thing. And there are a bunch of different reasons for this. You could probably go full globalism when it comes to talking about this. But the world has shrunk. As travel has become easier, the world has shrunk. I was uh, uh, doing some reading last night on Sir Francis Drake. Now, just... Hang with me for a second. I'm going to do a brief little bit of history. The Spanish Armada, you've probably heard about it. Philip, King Philip of Spain. Spain basically declared war on England. They wanted to kill Elizabeth I. She wanted to kill them back, so on and so forth. But one of the main reasons the English fleet was able to beat the Spanish Armada 
and essentially that was when England came into the most powerful in the world. It wasn't just the fact they had smaller, faster ships, although that had a big thing into play. The Spanish ships were just too big and slow. A big reason was communication. And get this, wrap your mind around this. I bet my jaw dropped when I read this because I just wasn't thinking about it. Francis Drake could communicate with armies on land and have his message through in what was considered a very fast manner. Do you know how long it took him? 36 hours was considered fast. That was considered very fast. Now, hang on. This will all tie in in a moment. We don't fully appreciate how much the world has shrunk and how our standard of living is so different than how they used to live. And keep in mind, when I talk about communication, I'm talking about lighting baskets on fire and holding them up. And then this light tower will have the baskets on fire. And then another light tower sees that. I'm talking about that. If you were to teleport yourself back to any time in history, really, and especially like pre-1900 history, and you were to tell anybody that, hey, in the future, there's going to be this device, you can pick it up, and you can talk to anyone on the planet instantly. They would think probably you're either a demon or some kind of alien. And yet we don't give it a second thought now. I could, while I'm talking to you right now, I could pick up my phone and send a text message to the wife and she would get it instantly. That's absurd. So because communication has, has advanced and because our methods of travel has, have advanced, it no longer takes you three months to get from Europe to America. It takes you oh, about 12 hours to get from Europe to America. Because that has changed so much, economies have started to link with each other in ways even more than they never have before, or more than they ever have before, which means what's your problem has become my problem. You realize, yes, a big part of the reason you're paying so much for oil and gas is the Biden administration's assault on the oil and gas industry. But wrap your mind around how nutso this would sound to someone in ancient times. A big part of why you're paying oil and gas is also because Russia invaded Ukraine? Wait, what? They're thousands of miles away. What does? What is that? The economies are so linked now. It's just different. It's just different. Now, when economies are linked, that means wars will come. It's just, that's an old saying, as old as time. When uh, goods stop crossing borders, armies will. It's just the way it goes now, which means this country's problem becomes this country's problem. Well, that becomes that country's problem, and that becomes that country's problem, and that becomes that. You see what I mean? Soon, everyone's getting sucked into the vortex. And when you're on the good guys or bad guys, like World War II, we were the good guys, clearly. Uh, the Nazis and the Japanese were very clearly the bad guys. And do keep in mind, the, the Japanese were just as bad as the Nazis. They just don't get the publication. The things they did to the Chinese people were horrific. 20% of casualties in World War II were Chinese. We don't like the Chinese. So we don't think about that. What's that, Chris? Well, Chris said they didn't have camps. Yeah, that's the thing. There, theirs wasn't as organized. It was just a sustained genocide like throughout the entire conflict. Just horrible. Just It's horrible the way they treated people. People they viewed as less than them, just like the Nazis did. Anyway, 
So they're the bad guys, World War II. We're the good guys. But have you ever looked into why did the Japanese hook up with Germany at all anyway? That doesn't make sense. Now, they had had some history together. The Japanese had leaned on Germany for military advice when they were building a modern military and some military equipment, but it's not like it's a natural fit. Here you have these Aryan race scumbags that believe you have to have blonde hair and blue eyes or else you're lower than life. Why are they linking up with a bunch of five foot two Japanese people? It doesn't make sense, does it? Especially when the Japanese, they have the same views on race, just differently. Well, we're superior to everyone else. There's a real race superiority thing going on. Why would they link? Because everyone else was linking. Oh my gosh, Britain's working with America, and they're working with them, and they're working with them. So you feel like if you don't link up with other people, you're going to be alone with a huge united front of countries against you. You're actually seeing it happen right now with Russia, and it's very sad, and it's a, it's a it, look, it's a scary thing that's happening, but we have to acknowledge it. Doesn't matter how much you hate Russia, and Putin is a scumbag. He is. Doesn't matter how much you hate him, though. When the entire world, all of Europe, America, when we've all decided every Russian is a piece of trash, okay, well, now they're working with China very closely. Now China's working with Saudi Arabia very closely. Saudi Arabia was one of our closest allies like 15 minutes ago. Now that oil producer, they're locking arms with Russia, with China, with Iran. Why, why would those guys link up? This doesn't make sense. Well, they're linking up because we're linking up, and they don't want to get left behind. That's why virtually all major wars now will be world wars. The second, look, it's, it's hard to accept because we're part, of one, we're part of this going on right now, but the second you see a bunch of nations uniting against another nation— you are signing up for the early stages of a world war because you're guaranteeing that other nation has to go find friends. You think Vladimir Putin wants to be best buddies with Xi Jinping in China? No. What choice does he have? That doesn't make Putin less of a piece of trash, but it does make what he's doing inevitable. This makes it inevitable. You know what? I want to hear this again from Joe Biden. You've referred to the midterm election as a choice rather than a referendum. That's right. Given record inflation, why should voters choose Democrats? Because it's not record inflation anymore. I'm bringing it down. Look what we inherited. It is astounding. I know we talk about it a lot, so I'm not going to go off on it right now because I want to talk about what we can expect after the November 8th elections from the left. But it really is astounding how out of touch these people are and how bad they are at messaging. When normal people are getting smashed by inflation, you can tell them you're sorry for them. You can tell them we're going to help. We're going to do something. You can do a lot of things, but what you can't do is tell them they're fine. That's, that doesn't work. All it's going to do is make them mad. Hey, what are you going to do about inflation? Inflation? What? It's going down. Quit whining. Man, that is bad messaging. It's great that Joe Biden sucks so bad at politics. <laughs> All right. After November 8th, what do we expect from the left? Hang on. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. The wind through the air. It is 
the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Remember, you can email the show jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. If you missed any part of the show, and I know that would never happen, right? Who would who would miss a show that's out We're here? changing people's lives. But if you do, you can download the whole podcast on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. On iTunes, leave a five-star rating in a review talking about how handsome I am. I want to address this really quickly. This guy says, oh, balding Oracle of Delphi. <laughs> That's not nice. Okay. All right. I'm 41. My hair is thinning a little. What happens when we win on November 8th? Will the barbarians on the left immediately storm through our cities? Or will they wait until next year when the presidential campaign starts in earnest? What should we do to prepare? You can use my name. His name is Andy. All right. You remember how ugly it was under Trump, right? Well, it won't be that ugly under Biden because it's still under Biden. They'll save that. Now, is there going to be more political violence? Yes, because we are on this horrible death spiral where there's always more political violence all the time now as the communist has gained more and more power in America, specifically as he's gained power over the DAs in urban areas, it's given him more freedom to attack people he doesn't like because he knows the communist DA, always funded by George Soros, will let him off either scot-free or with a slap on the wrist. You remember that that dirtball couple in uh, New York City? that took a Molotov cocktail and torched an NYPD cop car. If I remember right, they were facing 30 years in prison for domestic terrorism. 20 or 30 years. I I think it was 30, though. You know what they got? 18 months. That's openly encouraging more of it. So it's going to go downhill and downhill and downhill. But they're not going to storm through the cities immediately. Not any more than they are now. Now where you really, really, really do need to brace yourself, you need to brace yourself for the prospect of having another Republican president. Whether that's Donald Trump, Heavy D, whoever that may be. People will say, hey, we're going to win in 2024, and I believe there's a great chance we will, and I I think that'll be wonderful as long as we can work out all the cheating stuff, which obviously we still have a long way to go. But I do believe we can win in 2024. I do. But if you thought it was bad under Trump the first time, I don't care whether it's Trump the second time or whether it's Heavy D, whoever it is, anyone with an R on their name, you're going to see more communist street violence than you have ever seen in your life. It will make what Trump went through look like nothing. It will be funded and organized because remember, chaos and misery and death, that is the fertile soil where the communist grows. He understands that you, a normal human being, want to live in peace. You want to go to work and hang out with your family and watch the game on the weekend and go shooting and enjoying yourself. He doesn't want any of those things. He wants to burn the country to ash. He understands if he creates enough chaos that you will inevitably give him ground under the promise that things will calm down and quiet down. I still see it all the time today, not from the communists. I see it from people on the right all the time. I see it from friends of mine. I see it from people in radio, on TV, where they talk about 
how Trump was too chaotic. There was too much chaos under Trump. Look, you can dislike Trump all you want. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. But the chaos was all created. The communists created all that chaos. Every new day, Donald Trump would uh, say something. And immediately, the entire American media would whip it up into a frenzy. This is Nazi rhetoric. Nazism. Soon every Democrat Party politician. This is equivalent to Nazi Germany. He's Hitler. Over, over and over, they whipped themselves into this friendly frenzy. And then you look and you see all this chaos. And you think, man, Trump is just too chaotic. I don't care if we nominate and elect Jesus Christ himself in 2024. They are going to create the chaos. They create the chaos, and they do it on purpose. We've talked about it before. What is the communist? You know what they are? They're the woman. You've seen it out in public, undoubtedly, when you've been in a grocery store. It's usually eating in a restaurant, and it's the couple sitting there, and she gets mad at him for something. And she starts elevating her voice and elevating her voice and making a scene and calling him a name. And I saw you look at my cousin. You've always been a piece of trash and you drink. And what's he doing every time? He just, even if she's wrong, he just wants it to stop. Hey, calm down, honey. I'm sorry. Please calm, sit down. Please calm. That's what the communist does to you over and over and over again. They understand because they don't have your value system. They're not worried about looking good or, or calming things down. They don't have to concern themselves with that. So they will whoop everyone up in this frenzy, knowing that you, the normal person, will eventually give in. That's why I tell you, I don't want things to calm down. Why do I want things to calm down? I know exactly what you want. I, I, I know what you want. You're trying to use chaos to get me to give ground. Fine. Let's do chaos. I'm all, all in. I love chaos. Let's do chaos. You're not going to whip me up into a frenzy. No, 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 no. I'll whip my own side up into a frenzy. It's why I use communists so much. It's not just because it's accurate. I watched I watched for four years while you labeled me and everyone I know a Nazi white supremacist, Nazi white supremacist, Nazi white supremacist. And then you know what I saw from people on the right? This is out of line. Calm down. Stop using that language. Nope. I'll use my own. Fine. You're a communist. You're a Nazi white supremacist. Okay, you're a communist. You're a communist. You're a communist. How many people on the right do you see now using the word communist? We did that. We did that here on this show. And we did it on purpose. No, no, no. I'm not going to back off. If you don't want to calm down, if I'm a Nazi white supremacist, you're a communist. That's the way it's going to be now. We will fight back tooth and nail. Mainly because we're not low T. Mainly because we have our male vitality stack from chalk. Fellas, do you have your male vitality stacked from chalk, or are you still just showering in estrogen, watching your T levels freefall? Because that's what you're doing. You're drinking it in the waters. It's everywhere. Male vitality stack, all natural herbal supplements. I need to make sure you understand that. We're not talking big pharma crap. Natural herbal supplements, 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days. Give it 90 days and just see how you feel. Ladies, Female Vitality Stack. And they're selling subscriptions now 35% off with the promo code JESSE. We have to be ready. We have to be strong, do we not? Do you think we're going to whimper our way into victory over these people? We are not. It's going to be we have tough times coming. Be strong. C-H-O-Q dot com. Promo code JESSE. 
chalk.com, promo code JESSE. That's what gets you 35% off. Go be bold and strong. Cancel anytime. You won't cancel. You will love it. I'm in love with this stuff. All right. We have a very heavy question. Somebody's thinking about adoption and wondering, should they go through with it? It is dark and scary out there right now. Hang on. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 